everybody. We are back with episode three of the Breakaway Banter podcast. I'm Josh Ruckstall. And I'm Jeremy Rash. And together we are a hockey podcast for fans, by fans. And we are two fans of different teams. And we're going to jump right into our teams. And Jeremy, you can start with the New York Rangers. Adam Fox is back, baby. Um, Huge, huge push for the team. Uh, you know, they were winning without him. Uh, they, they had an embarrassing loss to the Sabres, but uh, they bounced right back against the Wings with a 3-2 win. So back in the back in the W column, and that's all that matters. And and that uh, I watched that game as well, and it just looked like they were just uninspired. They just got worked by the Buffalo Sabres, which is a team you don't want to get worked by. You can't get worked by the Buffalo Sabres, especially, and you definitely can't get worked by the Buffalo Sabres, Sons, Tage, Thompson. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so not a uh, not a great look. Yeah, they bounce back. They crush the Bruins. That's helpful. That's fun. That's fun for me, just like I you, predicted. And you predicted it because we were talking about it. I'm like, and you told me that they were going to let in more than four goals. And I was like, you're... You're out of your mind. Like the, the Buffalo say they're the Bruins. Say they have the best goaltending tandem in the league, and you were adamant to me. You're like, no, like this is gonna happen. Like they are gonna light them up, and they did. They hadn't been tested. And, and while we're talking about the uh, New York Rangers, we I would be remiss to not talk about the the baseball swing heard all around the hockey world in uh, Jacob Truba when he tried to literally decapitate one of the Boston Bruins. You know, Heat Daddy on Twitter said that that was a completely legal slash to the head, and I have to agree with him. So, no, all, all honesty, I can't even I can't even have a homer reaction to that. I thought when I saw it, it was two to three games. If he was a repeat offender, five games, but he's not. So, I mean, I I'll be honest, I was shocked um, at a five thousand dollar fine. Uh, as That's a fan of the change. As a fan of the team, I'll take it because uh, they need him out there. But uh, I definitely, even as a Rangers fan, shocked he didn't get suspended. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm not as shocked by the supplementary discipline of it as much as I am Trent Frederick no selling it. Like get rocked and like, like I I can see the stance from Rangers diehards. I'm, other than yourself, who are like, it wasn't his fault. He was falling backwards, and he like tried to like get his balance and took his swick stick it. But like Trent Frederick took all of that. Like it didn't hit anybody else in the way. Just straight to the dome, and he just was like shocked. He just no sold it. Well, apparently, Truba looked at him and was like, "Oh, sorry, man." But like, because it would have t- it would have caught you off guard. And I mean, obviously, you know, like hopefully everything's all good in the head. But you know, like. Uh, I, I'm not one of those Rangers fans. I saw them on Twitter, like defending it. There was like, look at this angle, watch this angle. I'm like, it's still a slash to the head, accidental on purpose. You can't you gotta, your own stick. Even Truba said that, you know. So like, you can't be doing that either way. You, you've, <laughs> so I mean, like I said, I'm happy he's not suspended because I, I want him on the ice. Uh, having him on the ice makes the Rangers a much better team. But uh, yeah, again, shocked. Shocked he didn't. Uh, I shouldn't be shocked that uh, George Peros. You know, I shouldn't be shocked at player safety doing anything these days. But I, I am. <laughs> it's it's crazy to look at that. And then last night in the um, Philadelphia game against oh who did they play last night? The Devils, uh, wasn't it? Uh, the Devils. 
you have uh, a suspension for a slash to the wrist. It was two games. Konechny got fined $5,000 for a cross check, and then Buddy got suspended two games for slashing him across the the, the waist. Like, was that uh, that was Brendan Smith, wasn't it? Brendan Smith, Brendan yeah, Smith, yeah. Yeah, and in my opinion, that was just a return to sender. Um, so <laughs> I, I have no issue with Brendan Smith opening up a can a can on uh, Travis Konecki. as long as they're wearing orange. I mean, fair play. <laughs> it's just like you look at like so far this year. Zach McEwen got fined for unsportsmanlike conduct. Ryan Hartman got suspended two games. Um, I don't even remember what that was for. Tripping Alex the Brincat. Hoglander got uh, two games for slew footing. Like, there's just, you go through and, like, things that aren't as, like, egregious or whatever are getting less of a penalty. And also, they need to up $5,000 max for, like, Jacob Truba, who makes eight mil a year. Yeah. He's just like, I will spear every, I'll slash everybody in the head. Like every game, if I'm only have to pay five thousand dollars, he like, still has still has seven mil in the bank. You just tune everyone more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you play eighty one games times five, like I'm one hundred sixty thousand dollars, and you get to dummy one person in the dome every game. Like you got to figure out like a higher sliding like bar here for those guys that make upwards of eight. Yeah, I remember when uh, in the playoffs years ago. I think it was twenty fourteen. Hank skated over Crosby and dumped his full water bottle on him, and they charged him $5,000, and I still think that's the best 5K it's ever been spent. I'll tell you that. Uh, so is that another team that you'd strongly dislike, is the, the Pittsburgh Penguins? Are you going to add them to the list with the Devils or what? No, no, no. They don't get to they don't get to be the level of the Devils, okay, because I still have respect for Sidney Crosby um, and what he's been able to accomplish as a good Canadian boy over his career. Um but you know, most of the most of the teams in the metro, like I've got a bit of disdain for if they're not the Rangers. But like I said, like that's the stuff that makes hockey fun. Like if I didn't hate other teams or like dislike other teams, I wouldn't enjoy hockey as much. So like being a being a Leaf fan, I hate Montreal, Ottawa, and the Boston Bruins. And yeah. Ottawa isn't even justifiable anymore because in Montreal, really, we haven't been competitive. They haven't been competitive in a couple of years. I mean, Ottawa's on the way up. Montreal is just a tire fire. Aside somebody, from cough. somebody should tell Ottawa they're on the way up because I think they forgot. Um. <laughs> like, the, am I wrong to think that that team has too much firepower to like be playing the way they are? Like, you've nope. you've downgraded former Ranger Tarasenko to the third line. I, like, I don't. Uh, I don't understand what's going on with them. I thought you know they started out hot, I believe, uh, and they came out of the gate super hot. And it was, I mean, there's guys on that team that are playing that caliber hockey. You got Stutzel and Brady Kachuk who are on every night, every shift. Yeah, and how about that little bit of uh, brotherly love there between Kachuk and Kachuk uh, during that game? That was a lot of fun to watch. That game was awesome, and I've never seen a referee go two minutes for, for Florida, two minutes for Ottawa, and everybody else on the ice gets a ten-minute misconduct. Like that referee doled out over a hundred minutes in penalties in one call. You know what? I actually, it's funny. I have, I have issues with refing, but I have no issues with him doing that or them doing that to try and get that game under control. 
Uh, looking at the bench at the end was uh, was hilarious. Both benches, there was like six guys, seven guys left. Paul Maurice was so counting was... his players. He was counting <laughs> his players at the end. I mean, that game did get out of hand. I don't know if you were watching it. Like they both could chuck. So Matthew took runs at the Ottawa goalie throughout the whole game, and then what caused that big scrum to get the all the ten minutes is Brady then shot the puck and just skated straight, trying to take the goalie's legs out. So, I mean, I, I agree with you. I Refereeing has been a big uh, scrutiny of mine this year, but definitely well warranted, and I'm just glad that uh, that it became a clip and it was memeable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, that going from your Rangers, my, my Leafs, it's funny. I... I like to consider myself a very level-headed Leaf fan, uh, if that even is such a term, um, because everywhere I look on Twitter or X or whatever, it's Leaf fans going, "Oh my God, we suck! We're, we we've only won five games in regulation." Like, buddy, they don't ask how you did it; they ask how many times you did it. Like, yep, they don't ask how; they ask how many. Like, so, like, yeah, we've we've only won five games in regulation, but we've only lost six games out of twenty, twenty one. Like, yeah. like, we're it's the world's not on fire. I know it's the Leafs, and they want us to be undefeated, and but like, come on, give your head yeah. a shake. Like, like the, the Leafs are they're doing the right things. Klingberg, LTIR, Robita Island, see ya, and. uh I was expecting them to get Zadorov. Um, I'm shocked at the price that they, they didn't get Zadorov. I understand Amazing that. Amazing value uh, for the Canucks uh, on that trade. He does carry a pretty substantial $3 million cap hit to be a, a, a third-pairing defenseman, um, which is where he's going to play. If he was in the Leafs, he'd play there. If he was uh, with the Canucks, that's where he's going to play. Um, you would want him to retain, and I understand like if you have to choose between him and Tanev, I'll take Tanev. I'll wait and let them figure out how to get Tanev or Noah Hannafin onto the Leafs. But Willie has petered off a little, but he's still like riding. He's got a commercial for the Toronto transit system, like <laughs> with Rogers. So him and Rogers teamed up, and it's just him riding the su- the commercial is him riding the subway, and like people like noticing waving to him, and like. And then his sister calls, and like it's just about how like Rogers has unlimited or great service while on the TTC in Toronto, and uh, it was a great commercial. Once again, Willie just doing Willie things and being Willie. Like you would never think somebody riding the subway would turn into something like this, um, but it has. And then uh, last night, Mitch Marner, uh, who was criticized all season, went off, uh, scored three goals, the only three goals for the Leafs in the regulation, and. Uh, Capped it off with the game-winning shootout goal. So, was Mitchie that, was, Marner... Go ahead. I was just going to say, was that the one that... What, I just saw the way they waved off... Uh, they waved off a goal, reviewed it, and then... So, that, that was... I. So, I watched... like That game was on Tuesday. Yeah, because they played Thursday yesterday. So, Tuesday, they played Florida. They went to a shootout again. You know, we don't get enough regulation wins. So, you know, we go to a shootout. And... Uh, I have Game Center and it shut off. They scored on Joseph Wall and it's like, oh, Florida Panthers win. We'll see you on Thursday for the next Leaf game or whatever and shuts off. And I'm like, freak, like the Leafs lose, whatever. I'm kind of, I get sour. I mean, as any sports fan does, like I was pretty sour and I was just like walked up. And then like my wife's like, did you check like 
or because she's in my fantasy league. She's like, it says your goalie Joseph Wall got the win. I'm like, I literally watched them lose and they announced the loss. Like, no, like I watched Probably the game, they lost. Correct. Yeah, thinking of stack. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, we're gonna see a, we're gonna see. A, and then I go on to the score, and it's like. No, oh, the Leafs, the Leafs won. I'm like, how, what? So I go on Twitter and I'm looking and spitting chicklets posted the video and they're like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, like <laughs> they said that Willie was completely undressed and Wall had his pads off already in the dressing room and they had to get them all back out there. And uh, from what I was reading, there was people, the Florida players were like, only in Toronto this would happen. Like, you can only have this happen in Toronto. Makes sense to me. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a Toronto way, and back to just one of the points you made earlier. I will give you credit because I do think you're one of the more level-headed Leafs fans that I know for sure, especially in like in what might be the most overreactive fan base that's ever existed in any sport. Um, Dude, it's bad. You you know you could win twenty straight, lose one game, and the sky is falling. Uh, and I think. Like, I will put a lot of that on the media, the Toronto mm-hmm. media, like, and like you, you look at like when Toronto goes to play in like Anaheim, and there's only like five guys doing the interviews in the dressing room. When you got Toronto, there's like thousand arms holding like iPod touches from like 2006, like in there to try and get their soundbite. Like, like I think a lot of it is just they need something to talk about, and like. Unless you're winning, if you lose one game, then you, you got to fix something. Like, it can't be that the other team, you had an off night and the other team beat you. It's like, oh, no, we got to trade Tavares because like, Tavares has been, like, the most steady player the Leafs have. Like, oh, okay, then we got to trade Mitch. Although Mitch just put up a hat trick. So, like, like you got to find your scapegoat in this, in this, for this team. And it's just, it's pretty deflating because it's so easy to go on to the, well, I'm just going to as well. Like, yeah, we need to fix something like this is unacceptable. Like it just can't have anything and have anything nice. Never, never. And while we're talking about Toronto, never getting anything nice. It's going to be interesting to see if they're able to land uh, Shohei Otani in the MLB. Like that would be huge for the, like, he, if he go, I read this somewhere. If he goes to the Cubs, he's he's the hero of a city. If he goes to um, the Do- the Dodgers, he's the hero of a city. If he goes to Toronto, he's the hero of a country. Like absolutely, the Toronto Blue Jays are Canada's baseball team, and like I can't even imagine. Like I'll get an Otani jersey, and I don't even follow baseball. Yeah, I'm not a big baseball follower. I went to one uh, one game when I was in Toronto, and. Watching baseball live is amazing, honestly. Like, it's so much more fun than if you just watch, sit at home and watch it. Like, I never played growing up, but watching it live gave me more respect for the game and, and made me understand why people, like, really enjoy going and watching baseball. And then you watch on TV, and it is the most boring sport. Like, in comparison like, to hockey, like, yeah, watching on TV is it's not as fun for me. I had my father-in-law, a big baseball guy, and he's like, he's like, you just don't understand the drama that happens when you're choosing a pitcher, and he has to choose his pitch. I'm like, I don't want to have to think that deeply. I just want to watch something with my eyes. Like, yeah, not- I don't want to have to think about that he's choosing a slider because this guy, he's the king of hitting. Fa- like, I don't, I don't want to have to do the math. Like, spell it out for me. 
<laughs> Speaking of things that get you fired up, what do you think about that uh, the fresh uh, T. Mussolini movie that's coming out? I don't know if it's real or if it's fake. Like, it's obviously real because there's an IMDb page for it. And, like, but, like, it looks... I would expect this movie from, like, the mid-2000s. Like, the American Pie like, era, like, no, not even American Pie. We're gonna go, like, five, like, the ten years after American Pie, when they're still making, like, the spin-offs. Like, I expect that this genre of movie to come from there, not from 2023. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I watched the trailer. I felt like it was fake. It still feels fake. If it is a real movie, it's not gonna be good. Um... I have no hopes for it. I'll watch it because I'm going to want to talk about it on here for sure. So like, they're going to get my money because I have, if it's real, I have to watch it. Like, like I, I don't know how you can like, okay. So I'm trying to, I'm scrolling down here. So obviously it's a, it's a story about senior hockey, one team owned by Brett Hall and the other team owned by Timu Solani. Like, first of all, what? <laughs> like, and so you go down the list, and like I'm looking for. So they also got Scotty Opshaw and Shane O'Brien. I imagine that's just like an excerpt they got them on their podcast talking about like whatever the storyline of the movie is. And then that's it. It's all these like never heard of actors before, and you get people like Pavel Barber, who's like pushing this movie to the nines and like they talked about it on the quiz on tsn like it's getting talk but i don't know if they're talking about it for the right reasons i think that just tells you how starved the the hockey community is for content at all um if we're if people are excited about this then there's something needs to be done um, you know, I'd honestly rather watch like a two hour commercial with Dry and Marner and Pronger refereeing them at obscure <laughs> sport than than to go to the theaters to check that out. Like you think this is gonna go to the theaters? No, no, it's straight to DVD and they don't even make DVDs <laughs> anymore. Like that's my thought. So based on the trailer, I'm not excited. You shouldn't be either. And uh we're all doomed for hockey content. That's that's my my take on the whole situation. If you want hockey content this bad, one, watch Shorzy. If you haven't watched Shorzy, figure it out. Uh, two, watch the new Mighty Duck series on Disney+. Plus. You'll get a way better enjoyment of your time. <laughs> like, I'm I'm expecting the obligatory, like, this is like that mid-2000s movie where you just, you're watching it. Like, when you're in high school and you're watching it for the boobies. Like, like <laughs> that's what this movie feels like. It's going to come out, and then it's people are going to like, be canceled immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, while we're talking uh, about a Timu, uh, we'll stay on the West Coast. The San Jose has seemed to have found their game and uh, racked up a few wins against a few good teams. Yeah, well, I guess a broken clock is right twice a day. Um <laughs> Oh, that's going to be clipped. Well, it is what it is, man. I didn't do this to the Sharks. I don't manage that team. 
<laughs> I, just, I just pop on my laptop and, and, <laughs> and chirp them every week. Um, that's all I do. That's all I did. So I can't be blamed for it. Um, but, uh, no, it is nice to see them getting some wins. Like I said, really like the uniforms. Uh, that's about it. Um, I, I, mean, I Hurdle should, they should have, they should have, I know Hurdle wanted to stay, but like somebody should have talked to him and been like, Hey man, you're actually good. Um, he's and, not playing good. No, no. Well, who could? <laughs> the weather's what? hot. You got no pressure on you. Nobody cares. You're making eight sheets. Like you're just you're just going to the rink, getting it over with, and then well, living your life. Well, he got paid. I mean, I guess if that's good enough. But like you know, he's he. I feel like on a, on a, the right team, he could still thrive. And uh, to me, when he signed the extension, and knowing what the team looked like then, it. I don't know it why. Better then than it does now. I know, but like you could see the direction it was going. And then he signed that massive extension, and I was like, "Why didn't they trade him and get something for him? Of anything, you know, you could have gotten at the time, probably a first or a second at a deadline for someone like Thomas Hurdle." And then, like, you look at it, like, okay, you want to come back, you want to be a, you want to be a shark. We're gonna send you away to get a cup. You can go try and get your cup, and then come back, come back as a free agent, go get your cup. But no, he wanted to be like, like Meyer. They cashed in on my, like, can you even really say they cashed in? Like, it's not looking like that trade paid out for either team. Like, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he doesn't have to be the forefront of the Devils. They've got Jack Hughes and uh, Heischer and Jesper Bratt. Like, those are the guys that are, you know, provide the most offensive flair for that team. I think he's a nice compliment. I don't know if he'll ever get back to Tampa Bay levels of scoring, but. I also think he was really the only one at the time scoring for Tampa Bay, or uh, sorry, not Tampa Bay, San Jose. Um, I was thinking of a better place to live with still nice weather. weather. So um, that just popped into my head real quick. And a better hockey team, too. So, I mean, I was just trying to think positively. And, and no tax. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the San Jose Sharks, they, they beat the Canucks, and then they beat the Capitals. I mean, everybody's beating the Capitals, so it's only fair that the, the San Jose Sharks get to as well. Um but last night it seemed like Ovi found his game against Anaheim. But same with the Sharks. It's it's good to see them rack up a couple wins. I mean, you, you would hate to see a team that goes till January without getting a couple wins under their belt. And, like, I mean, you're getting Celebrini, so that's something to look forward to. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's still pretty meek days in the world of the San Jose Sharks. Yeah, and I think the only thing they'll have for a while is sunshine. Um, so... <laughs> that's that's sunshine and high scoring hockey games. Yep, and not in the right way. <laughs> so, poor sharks, man. Something I want to touch on is uh, your uh, the local team where you live, the St. John Sea Dogs. Their head coach, big wrestling guy, uh, Travis Kritschka. Uh, Kritschka, yeah, I think that's how it's said. He uh, big wrestling guy has the Ric Flair robes for the players of the games. Um, and they mic'd him up for, for a video, and he's just dropping the LA Knights, yeah! And yeah, every time they do something good from the bench. Like, how can you not be fired up being one of his players when he's that invested on any little thing you do right, and he lets one of those out? Like, I hate seeing those coaches that are just, like, like yeah. stern, not give you nothing, like, not, like... Show some emotion. Be invested in the team you're in, and he is. And like L.A. Knight shared the video yeah. <laughs> of the St. John Sea Dogs head coach mic'd up. 
yeah, and that's just amazing stuff. And honestly, like the Sea Dogs as a whole have been doing great, great marketing work this year. Um, I, I'd say at levels that I've never seen before in the area. Like it's very apparent they're constantly showing up my social media feeds with great content, and great stuff. I've been very impressed with the stuff they've been able to pull off this year. And uh, especially with a coach that invests, you can tell he's a player's coach guy. Like, and you, you can see the boys like him and they want to play for him. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, like I said, I love it when, when my two favorite worlds collide and that's wrestling and hockey. And, you know, it's just nice to see. And the, yeah, as soon as I saw it, cause it was funny. Like I saw the clip and I, he was like S and B. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I love this guy. I didn't even know. Yep. I'll, I'll see you down at, I'll see you at a TV station ASAP. So it was, <laughs> I was, I'm invested in, I've always been invested in CDOs. Like I said, I worked a couple of years for them. Uh, great group of people working there, great marketing team, um, and uh, just an overall blast of a place to work. So, and it's nice to see them like they're starting to really push that they're that they're the town's thing. Like, there's not really much to do in St. John, so yeah. it's nice to see them push that we are the it thing to do on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, like, and and really put that marketing out there and and, and thriving and. Uh, Winning games too. They have got a really good young hockey team. Mm-hmm. And like you know, it's when they they hosted the Memorial Cup uh, last, not the summer, just past the summer before. The St. John was buzzing. Uh, it was one of like the busiest and most fun summers that we've ever had. Uh, and it was you know a lot of it was thanks to to them getting to host the Memorial Cup in St. John. And the TSN broadcast of it was amazing, and a lot of people loved uh, loved having it here and, and seeing. St. John and the overhead shots was, it was just beautiful. Like it was like, honestly, a lot of positive things have stayed in the city since then, like since they, they, uh, they hosted the Mem Cup. So I'm, I'm hoping that it keeps, uh, keeps improving. And, and yeah, it's great to see, uh, junior hockey thriving. Um, I've got a much different league uh, out here, the BCHL. They're not affiliated with hockey Canada. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot, different rules we have more european players they're not pro it's pretty much a feeder system for div one hockey um that still sounds like a high level hockey though like any high level hockey that you can go out and watch is on a weekend take your mind off of what went on during the week just have some fun and, and uh, not paying the price of an nhl ticket and getting just <laughs> as much enjoyment and action out of it well worth it definitely Okay, so there's something I want to try with you. Uh, have you seen the movie Hunger, The Hunger Games? Yes. So this is the thing I want us to figure out is we're going to take two players from each division to make our ultimate Hunger Games team. Okay. So we have to figure out like who would thrive in a Hunger Games type scenario. And immediately my mind in the East goes to the Bruins for the for the... Uh, the east yeah so you think the Bruins, the Bruins the Atlantic so you'd have to, I think Marshawn would just flourish in the Hunger Games like the mind games he'd be playing I mean he wouldn't be able to commit to any violence because he never enacts it himself he always has the hired goons but I mean like just the mind games alone I think Marshy would be great from the Atlantic I'm trying to think you got the Kachucks. Mean, yeah, never mind. There we go. The Both Atlantic's done. The Atlantic is done, and I think the Hunger Games are already won. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said Atlantic, I was like, both the Kachucks are... 
And so, then you go, so, okay, let's do the Metro. Yeah. Do we throw Truba in there just for his big body presence? You know I'm picking Truba, and he's a painter. He's a delicate. I'd say he's he's a he's a dark horse to win the whole thing. You know, smart guy. So then who would be his 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 partner from his division? From the division, from the Metro. You know what? I'm throwing him in there just for his Ovi. I get a, I'm pulling Ovi in from the Metro. You know, he's rugged still, still rugged, Tom, still scoring. Tom goals. Wilson. You throw Tom Fair. Wilson and Jacob Truba together in a team. I mean, the IQ points might not be all there, but but the brawn is definitely there. Can you get suspended in the Hunger Games? <laughs> because that might happen. It might. Okay, so we got the Kachucks from the Atlantic. We got Tom Wilson and Jacob Truba from the Metro. We're going to go to the Central. Um, I mean, oh, the Central. Hmm. It's pretty quiet in the central. I'm trying to think of who. Is there any like rats, or do we go like a high skill, a high skill like high skill team like that are just going to beat you up offensively? You know. Oh, Felino, the Felino brothers, Marcus and Nick Felino. Marcus and Nick, that works. Um, if you were thinking central too. Um, I think we should throw Bennington in there because someone's got to die Snap first. Someone's got sure. someone's got to die first. Um, <laughs> so let's throw into the wolves. I don't know how many people like Bennington. If you're not a Blues guy, I don't think anyone likes Bennington. Uh, um, honestly, I'm kind of disappointed that Kadri's now with the Calgary Flames because I would have put Kadri from Colorado and <laughs> Bennington on the same team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. So we got Bennington, and then we could go Marcus Felino. We could go uh, Delorier. No, Delorier is Philly now. I'm trying to think. Oh no, it's oh, what's his name? He was in Tampa. Uh, Maroon. We got Maroon, and we've got Jordan Bennington. That works for me. Just a, just two guys that you know they're not going to last long, but they're there for the fun of it. And then the Pacific. I mean. Do you go Vander Kane? You could go Vander Kane. I was at first guy that popped in my head who's super skilled but also very angry is JT Miller. <laughs> he seems to he seems to be. Uh, I'd be okay with him dying now. first too, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> in the Hunger Games, let's 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 preface that in the Hunger yes, Games. <laughs> yes, we, we mean absolutely no harm to anybody. Okay, this is a fictional movie that we've created that holds no actual weight in society or on a day to day basis for any NFL players. Um, and no, I got him my fantasy team, so we can't have him killed off in the Hunger Games too early. I promise. Uh, Drew Doughty would also, I think, make a just for the chirps alone. <laughs> Doughty's hilarious. Um, I you know, <laughs> lose to the K. I still respect Doughty, but the Rangers lost to the Kings twenty fourteen. Still sad. It's a sad day. Anytime it's, you bring he up one anything, of my, he has one of my favorite videos. He's like, "Buddy, you suck at hockey." <laughs> <laughs> he is really funny. His chirps are hilarious. <laughs> So I think we could go Evander Kane, JT Miller, and just uh, call that the Hunger Games. And 
Let us know if we're missing uh, any players that you think should be in the Hunger Games that you would have us on team. But I think the Kachucks are going all the way in our in our uh, fantasy Hunger Games. It's going east, either you know, regardless, it's going east. <laughs> and chime in in the comments because I know that we missed somebody in the West. Like we made the Western de- real bad. Like I think we did a bad job. Our so, first, our first idea was Marcus and Nick Foligno. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know they were still playing. <laughs> oh man! Oh. Um. So then, going forward, uh, it's been hockey fights cancer week. It seems like in the NHL, a lot of. Uh, I mean, on Monday, I don't know what game. Oh, it was the Ottawa Senators game. I didn't expect to cry during a opening ceremonies when they they bring out this this child who had cancer and he had his leg amputated, and uh, just you know sitting there. It's uh, four o'clock. Monday afternoon in, in BC and I'm watching hockey and Jason's like, why are you crying? It's hockey. I'm like, it's kids with cancer, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, and they do it with, and they did it with such class. It was, it was perfect. And, um, their coach, the other, not their coach, the Ottawa Senators GM went above and beyond and said any money raised in Ottawa for hockey fights cancer night, he was going to personally match in the donation, which like, goes above and beyond what any GM should or has ever done. And that's beautiful to see stuff like that. Like it's obviously super tough and, and you know, it brings with the emotional side. I love that the NHL is, does stuff like that and continues to do things like that. It, it's, it's too a, bad they won't do jerseys though. Yeah, that's yeah, really though. Like what a dumb rule that was. But uh, you know, I, 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 the initiatives and stuff like that, you know, really reminds you and puts it in the public eye again, and, and and it gets people talking, and it's a it's a constant reminder, and uh, you know, it's especially you know, like just super important for us to help with these causes, and if you can, then to you know, then to lend a hand or to, to donate if you can do it, and I just love seeing you know the NHL so involved with stuff like that. Yeah, other than, you know, they do make some boneheaded moves, like, you know, removing jerseys and tape and, you know, eliminating representation. Goalie masks. You know, like, just eliminating representation and stuff like that. You know, like, so they, they win some and they lose some. Like, you know, that was no good, obviously. <laughs> it's Sometimes I feel like they just shoot themselves in the foot with this type of stuff. And, and then... Staying with the Hockey Fights Cancer in Philly, they had their Hockey Fights Cancer game in Tortorella. You either love him or you hate him. There, there's really no in-between, but you can't deny that he is awesome with kids. Like, I I remember when he was with the Rangers, there was a there was a kid that that wrote to him, and he stayed in contact with him, invited him to a bunch of games. He was, like, he was sick. He met him at a children's hospital, and Tortorella made it his mission to, like, not adopt the kid, but, like, keep him in contact and, and make sure that he was seen and heard and came to every game that he could and was his personal invite to all these things, like, you can hate Tortorella for for a lot of different things, but he's always so great with young fans, and yeah. it, it showed again in their hockey fights cancer night. He brought a kid on the bench for the whole first period. was was right beside him on the bench, like like that's awesome. Like and, and, and like the reason the kid's there, you hate to see it. Like kids getting sick, they 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 can't, they don't know like any better. They don't know what's going on around them. Like that they. That's just what they've been given, and they they take it, and they they're resilient and they're awesome. And he just is so great at creating those positive outlooks and positive 
uh, experiences for those kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's funny. So at firsthand experience, as you know, Tortorella has coached my team in the past, and I have loved him and hated him uh, sometimes at the same time. Uh, I think at most places where he's coached and a lot of players, you know, there's a similar feeling about that. Um, so I think, yeah, the kids love him. A lot of the media loves him because he's a good soundbite, unless you're Larry Brooks, um, who he absolutely just bullies every chance he gets. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw the, the comments he gave about uh, Mark Stahl the other day. No. It was wild. It was – there was <laughs> – he was like, I love Mark Stahl because he's always in the way. He's so ugly. Like, he was so many, like, he literally, it was so back and forth. It was a compliment. He's ugly. But he's, like, always blocking shots. So he's great. But he skates with his legs, like, six feet apart, and it's terrible looking, and it's, it's awful. But he's always blocking shots. But he's the worst hockey player ever. It wasn't that dramatic, but it was... Uh, it, it was like a compliment. It was the it was the most compliments and then or backhand compliments in a row I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, a player that probably hates him pretty strongly right now is Mark Farabee, who uh, last game played under a minute and was benched the rest of the game. He played under a minute of ice time and was benched for the entire game. Oh, you think you think is it Joel Farabee? Joel Farabee, that's what, yeah, okay. Joel Farabee. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's so good. I picked him up my fantasy team. Come on, Forbes. You got under a minute of use of him in your fantasy. Come on, Because he benched him. Like. This is an example of me hating him. Come on, like, man. I've seen benchings, for yeah. sure. He said, so in the media, he goes, they go, we noticed that uh, Joel Fairby didn't have very much ice time like, under a minute. Uh, do you care to comment on that? He goes, yeah, he wasn't listening, so he sat. Like, <laughs> you didn't even give him, like, he gave him a shift to listen. He got, they got scored on in that one shift he was out, so he sat him the rest of the game. <gasps> like, that's pretty close to getting a player that's like, I want out of here. Like, if you're going to treat a player like that. <laughs> So, Tortorella, just so we know, just so we're clear, this is the direct quotes from the Hockey News. Tortorella likes the fact that Stahl is always in the way. He added he finds a way to defend the proper way. Um, sometimes I look at him and say, oh my God, he's just so ugly. Um, his skating, his feet are sideways, sticks up in the air, but he gets in the way and finds a way to defend properly. <laughs> If that's not like a thousand backhanded compliments in a row, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe somebody needs to give him a hug um, so he could just say a couple nice things about Mark Stahl. Poor Mark. So he's been in the league forever. So that cracks me up. So, like, when he was the coach of the Vancouver Canucks, um, he refused to move to Canada. So there's a little island, uh, like, in between uh, – Canada and the U.S. that's U.S. owned. He lived on that little island, so he wouldn't have to be a Canadian citizen because he refused. <laughs> he, commuted, he commuted to work every day. That's a hilarious. That sounds like a Tortorella thing to do, if I've ever heard of one. Okay, so going on from that, 
Uh, it's time for the trivia question, which is a hot topic this week. Jeremy, we had a goalie goal this week in the NHL. Okay. Last night, Tristan Jari scored a goal. It was a snipe I need too. you. <laughs> Pardon? It was a snipe, too. You see what he tried to look like a wrister. <laughs> he was so confident with it. It wasn't even like he knew what he was doing. Like, oh, yeah. most goalie goals, you get that they, like, stop it and they get time. He had, like, 0.5 seconds with the puck on his stick. No, he just launched it. It was like one of those attempts from uh, from your house hockey team when if the goalie hits it from the from the full range, you can stop skating sueys. So, <laughs> so with that being said, there has been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players in total to do this. Oh no! Let's see how many of them you can get. I'm going to get like one. So it didn't start. It never happened until 1987. Okay, that might help me a little bit, but not really. I know Brodeur. Before I start giving you hints, you can get yesterday's. There's one. Yeah, Jerry. Yep. Brodeur definitely did. He got a couple. Did he not? He had one. He had one. One. Did Lou ever get get one? Lou never got one. Okay. Um. What about Ryan Miller? Ryan Miller never got one. Hasek. Hasek never got one. So think more recent. One happened last year. Yeah, I don't. They're so far. I'd never even think about them. Um, I know Shesterkin's hit the post like three times and it kills me every time. Um, <laughs> What happened last year? Yeah, from a wagon of a team. From a wagon of a team. Vasilevsky ever score one? Nope. Come on. Goalie of the year last year. Goalie of the year last year. There was a big hug about it after. A big hug. That's. Latest Allmark. Allmark. Oh, Allmark. The Bruins. All right, so then the next one was 2020. 2020? Yeah. Would it have been like Rene? Yes! Pekka Rene! Okay. Okay. Then before that, we're going to 2013. Oh, seven-year gap. Carey Price? I don't think he ever scored one. No. Um, Halak? Nope. 2013. Marc-Andre Fleury? No. 2013. Do you want me to give you the team? Yeah, that help? Give, me the, give me the team. Coyotes. Oh, that doesn't help. Uh, <clears throat> no, because Ranta wasn't there yet. He just retired like two years ago. Mike Smith. Yeah. And then before that, we're going back 11 years to 2002. Kevin Weeks. <laughs> That's really that's way far back. No, uh, sharks, sharks. The sharks. Who played for the sharks? It wasn't. Uh... Oh my! No clue. Evgeny Nabokov. And we got. I'll clue. give the rest of them here. Uh, Jose Theodore from the Canadians. Theodore. Mart- yeah. Martin Brodeur from the Devils. Chris Osgood, and then. Uh, Ron Hextall with two. Nice. 
Yeah, no, I would not. I would have got Theodore. I don't think I. You know, I'm embarrassed. I missed Nabokov because he was actually a good goalie. But again, like I said, I've noted this about the Sharks. I just like the Unis. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on from this week? Jeez, I don't think so. You know, it's like I've just been enjoying the hockey season, especially since we've been doing this, just hanging out, chatting, and. It's, oh, uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun, you know. It's like it, it's it's made me want to watch hockey more. So maybe in the next time we do one of these trivia questions in the future years, I could think back to twenty twenty three, and I was like, I watched like every game that existed. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, geez, yeah, no, I've just been having a lot of fun doing this with you. This has been awesome, and like we've been, we had a tweet go viral, and a tweet, uh, a TikTok go viral, uh, which was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, props to you, man, for doing all the editing of this and 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 keeping keeping us on track, keeping us on track with the notes and the the agendas and and just everything along those lines. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's been a blast, and it's just fun to chat hockey. And I'm enjoying that all the people listening and the comments we've been getting. So if you want to hear something, if you want to hear something, we we actually have some interviews planned for the new year. It's going to be a good year. Uh, we got a lot planned, a lot of things to grow on. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and we're happy to have you along for the ride. Yeah, and please keep commenting on our videos and our TikToks. No matter what your opinion is, you can roast me, you can roast Josh, you can roast the guy who said he'd rather have uh, Huberto than Kachuk. Absolutely, roast that guy. That that's actually that lives on TikTok. So go go tell him how you feel about that. And yeah, so just thank you so much. We're so pleased to have you along for the ride. This has been episode three. You can follow us on all our social medias. It's Breakaway Banter Pod on all your socials. And uh, give us a follow and uh, let us know what you think. As for us, this is it for today. We'll see you next week. Cheers, boys. Cheers.